Hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, wait, I go next. Oh, sh- okay. I'm Josh. <laughs> no, um, let, let's come on. Right. <laughs> hi. <laughs> hi, I'm Mike. I'm Josh. I'm Dave. And I'm Jay Bone. <laughs> you sure are. And, and this is Does It now. Suck? Does it suck? Now? Now. Does it suck? It's a vampire movie, so it sucks. Blah, Looks blah. Blood, bite your balls. Do you want me to do the intro? I, the the clip you should use, you know, when, when you roll into the uh, whoever, whoever's editing the clips. Which clip? Should, you should get the one, the, uh, the, the, the razor blade scene. Oh, God. Like, perhaps you should grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you come in. Care how you cut yourself. It is more dangerous than you think. <laughs> A foul bowl mends vanity. Perhaps you should grow a beard. Or when he's like, the blood. <laughs> Which is like the so that's, that's my suggestion. We are talking about uh, 1992. 92. 92's, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's version of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Starring Noted. Gary Oldman, Winona Ryder, Keanu Reeves, uh, Anthony Hopkins, who am I missing here? Carrie Elwes is in it, or El- yeah. El- Elwes? Monica um, Bellucci. Mules. Monica Bellucci and her two friends. <laughs> uh, and, wait, I know I'm missing other people. Um, oh, Richard E. Grant is in this movie. You, you mentioned Anthony Hopkins, right? Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm missing somebody too. Anyway, it's yeah, a, it's Dylan a, Hopkins. It is an extravagant production with a lot. You get Winona Ryder put behind it. Winona <laughs> Ryder mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, you did forget. It's a wild fucking movie. Uh, it's it is, wild, all right. It is wild. Um, and I could tell that it was uh, also from like what Sarah told me, my wife. She said that it was pretty loyal to the text of Bram Stroker's. I'm gonna. I'm missing. I'm messing it up on purpose for this whole podcast. You know, when you when you make fun of things enough, and it becomes a part of you, you're not making fun of it anymore, Mike. No. His name Steve has man. become Bram, Str- but there's got to be like a <laughs> like a porn parody by Br- like Bram Stoker. It's like Wackula or something. According Jackula. to the random fact site I read, there's already been 101. No, wait, 121 different film or porn parodies or, of Dracula. Parodies, solely porn parodies <laughs> of Dracula. No, I bet that's the, a low number. That was that was movies or. I only remember the one with Ron Jeremy. E- is it worse? I don't know how many of those 121 are porn, but I'd say at least 50%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least. Mm. So, how, are you guys like, I've, I was thinking about this. I haven't seen as many vampire movies as I thought I did when I kind of went down my list. Like, mm-hmm. I've, seen, I've seen some of the really good ones, though. I've seen both Nosferatu movies, I've seen uh, this one many times. 
Um, and uh, I saw the Tom Cruise one with Brad Pitt. Yeah, interview, interview with, with the vampire. Interview with the vampire, yeah. which I don't, which I remember thinking was okay. I don't really remember that movie. And I feel Blade. like there's like maybe oh, do those count? Yeah, I guess they Blade, do. Blade, Blade absolutely movies. counts. Blade definitely counts. Blade and I watched all, I watched all of True Blood, and uh, I would actually think that True Blood in this movie might have a lot in common if they met Underworld. Yeah. All the so underworld you're an expert. movies. All the you're underworld saying. movies. Yeah. I've seen a lot of the underworld movies. I don't know if I've seen all of Fright them. Night. Both Friday night. I've yeah. never saw Friday night. night. Okay. I'm going to watch Salem's it. Lot because I'm reading the book. But I th- I just feel like, like I for how pervasive, is that the right word? Pervasive. Vampires are in, in culture. Pervasive. Like how many, yeah. Uh, I hadn't seen as much vampire stuff as I thought I had. I was a little surprised by that. I feel like I've seen a lot because it does come up. And even when I'm, when I, oh man, this is a good story. When I was working on uh, Ghost Adventures, there was this uh, guy who was like a self-professed vampire from New Orleans who would have like vampire parties. And mm-hmm. uh, he brought like a concubine there, which is like this weird, like, well, this woman was like platinum hair and like fake boobs. And he would like draw her energy for his energy. And I kept forgetting He's an energy I, vampire go, like go uh, into the shadows. So yeah, but yeah. but they it, they're like vampires. They wear like fake teeth and they act <laughs> like vampires. And then they have like familiars who they like induct into their vamp cool vampire club. I have no it was like, <laughs> but it but it was like that. Ner- doing it was like Baltimore. it was like overly nerdy, <laughs> like in a, in a weird fetishy way. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're gonna, if you're gonna commit, know. then commit. Yeah. But I I've seen it. He took himself way, way too seriously. This guy. But here's the other one. Preacher, the series on AMC, has a vampire in it, which is a great version of an yeah, empire, yeah. vampire. Near That's Dark. True. I just thought of that one. Near yeah. Dark uh, with the '80s movie, Catherine Bigelow movie, is great. Wow. What about the one in Carpenter's vampires? Oh yeah, the John one Carpenter's in Alaska with um with is it Ethan Hawke? Thir- Thirty or? Days of Night. Yeah, that That's one good was too. good. Uh, oh, You've Jim Jarmusch. Jim Jarmusch has a vampire movie called uh, "Only Lovers Left Alive," which uh, yeah, first of all, some of that. friend first of the pod, of friend Wait, of the pod, uh, are... Connor Logan is in. Oh, nice! I'm gonna have to watch it. He buys he but, buys a record from the vampire. Spoiler alert! But why are nice. vampires so sad? Lost Boys. Lost we did Lost Boys. We did a vampire movie. <laughs> yeah. So 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 I, what, what we figured out is I'm not I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I've seen a lot of vampire movies. That's what. But this out. is it's like two kids and well, a lot of education, J Bone. It's just ruined your life. <laughs> oh, but this this is like very much like the origin of of like really modern the modern vampire myth because it's like yeah. Bram Stoker's um, <laughs> his novel, and uh, this is like a very true adaptation of that. But but because it is, you can see like the actual origin of the sort of modern mythology of. Yeah, uh, the seductive uh, oh, well, kind vampire. Of. I mean, so I thought. Yeah, I, I thought if I it thought, was a I, story. I thought, sorry, so, um, <laughs> no, I no, no. About, I, go ahead, say it. No, no, you, <laughs> no, you. you. It's fine. I didn't want. I don't want to get too far into the <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Just diving right into the criticism. I'd rather we go into some sort of summary, or at least mention. Well, here's it. a little. We'll start here. All right. So basically, he's uh, Dracula is the Order of the Dracula, Dracul, Dracul. which is a real thing, actually, uh, knights that were fighting the Ottomans, fighting the Turks. And um, basically, he goes out, pushes them back, 
and the Turks and an arrow in and her name's not Mina then, right? I mean, that's the modern name. Uh, of, sure, uh, but whatever. You but Mina. his love dies. You, you missed a very thinks, important part, Dave. He would impale how? his I'm enemies. I'm like two minutes in. He would, yeah, it's but true. the big part, he's called Vlad the Impaler. And, and that he, impa- he impaled sick. the entire like first wave of the Turkish army on pikes and lined the road to his castle with their bodies to scare away the rest of the Turkish That's army. That's true. Josh, that very Josh, can you, way of making a road. Can you, throw right. in, can you throw in the Guar song, Vlad the Impaler, at some point in this podcast? <laughs> I, I absolutely can. <laughs> But yeah, so he goes out, he destroys everybody, Vlad the Impaler, and then his lady gets a, a note from an arrow that the Turks shoot into the castle that says that Vlad died. And then she's like, oh no. And I think she said that as she yeah. blew off the top of the tower. And then... Oh, uh, Same shot that Game of Thrones quoted, by the way, <laughs> in the famous uh, Tom, Tom and suicide after the, they blew up the sept. It's right. the exact same shot, same camera motion and everything. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but Winona Ryder was more like, oh, my dearest, oh, Vladdy, <laughs> when you're battling so hard and impaling and you have died and, oh, no, I'm so sad. And That um, armor is oh, sexy, God. though. That armor I, was like, I, it was I, like I, your muscle awesome. structure as an armor. Can I just <laughs> say a bit of criticism even before we get deeper into the plot? They use that in anatomy I, class now. I hated, yeah. I hated so all of hard. the talking in this movie. There's so much... <laughs> Talking in this movie that is so irritating. All right. The only person I like talking was Anthony Hopkins because he so just. I want, he I want to what about this. the blood cross in the beginning of the movie? Yeah. That's the most metal thing ever. Really no, I love the first talking. ten minutes of this movie. The first ten minutes of the movie were were pretty good. I was like, so yeah, I want to I, I want to tie this in. So Mike was saying like about the structure of the book. The book for a lot of people who haven't read it or like me tried to read it and found it really boring when they were younger and never went back. Um, it's all written with letters. So it's like all these different letters from like Jonathan and Mina and all these people explain and Van Helsing uh, explaining what's happening. It's not like a real time story uh, oh. in that way. And I think the movie interest, like in a way to tie it together, what you said, Mike, about kind of laying the groundwork in the story for vampire lore in modern times is like, yes, the movie jumps around all over the place, exactly like a book that's written with letters would where it's just like this spot and this spot and this spot. And the time like can jump back and forth within a scene kind of in a weird way yeah. because of that. I And, and hold on one more, I'm going to land this plane. And then, no, and no, then this is, um, I'm, I'm helping you land this plane. I significantly wish that I had known that before I saw this movie. That is an okay. incredibly so, relevant fact that would have but changed time, my Okay. So here comes the plane. I got you the landing. You shouldn't have so to that, know it. Oh, I'm crashing. Go ahead. No, you're good. Go. <laughs> Go. Uh, I'm still uh, here. Yeah, well, um, it's a, it's a huge fact. Uh, I was just going to say that the, um, so that I think that, um, fuck now I lost it. But I do think that it just will help you get it back. It did make the, it did make the movie very confusing though, which is what I think you were saying. Right. Okay. I got it. And then tying that into like, how much do we inherently bring to this movie just by like being familiar with like basic vampire lore? Like they don't explain a lot in this movie. Anthony Hopkins does a little bit of exposition 
And obviously, like, Dracula talks about his motivations constantly. But other than that, like, with, like, what he can turn into and, like, what, like, what's, ha- like, the, fam- like, taking people's minds over or, like, creating illusion where he can make you think you're seeing nothing when there's something there. They just do it. And, you know, you guys know this about me. I'm a sucker for that. I like when a movie is just like, fuck it, catch up. These are the, you'll figure out the rules as it goes. And we kind of bring that into it, I guess, to tie it to what Mike said. Though I, like, uh, um, it was, well, how like, about they I have to at really least like explain. the way go ahead I, I really thought uh it was a little confusing but i feel like the anthony hopkins parts did like the van helsing parts did help you understand what was happening um because he was constantly like listing things that were happening <laughs> like he just talked in lists which like which was actually one of my favorite parts of the movie like when he's like talking about dracula or something he's like he can turn into a bat he can turn into a dog he can turn into your dog he can turn into a fart a green mist you know and he just like keeps going on and on he is your uh, indigestion i fight indigestion he can be a handsome man he can be a short man he can be the devil he can be your mother this movie starts <laughs> at, this movie. Was, was great. I, this I movie thought, starts yeah. at a 10. I feel like yeah. it starts like with the intensity level is at a 10, the first frame of the movie. And Tom that's a bold Reddick way to music do it. In the beginning, especially was really kind of like, I was very much like, Oh, right. Coppola. Like, yeah. I was like yeah. this right. is a super, Catholic as super fuck dramatic. movie. Yeah. This is, uh, this is a movie of, a, a, this is a movie only like a, like a Catholic hippie baby boomer filmmaker could make. Like it's right. just like I one question though didn't they come out with a movie um, I want to say about five years ago and it was kind of like the origins of the original Dracula from Bram Stoker Vlad the Impaler I I didn't watch all of it but that's what got me curious when I rewatched this one and it's like so yeah he's really really sad I mean all the time but he's <laughs> yeah. really sad that she she killed herself and then he's yelling at the priest who's Anthony for hundreds Hopkins. of years. Hundreds, hundreds of years but when he yeah. puts the sword in the cross and the blood just starts coming out and then he drinks the blood i know you're supposed to suspend some belief in all of it but you're like wait a minute where all that blood come from because he's in <laughs> a church it's god it's, dude. it's god it's, god is so he, he hurt the... god god is he, so hurt it's it's magic <laughs> all right so dracula's he magic. like oh man. magical he's you magical right, really yeah, he's all right. Hold on. I, I gotta, yelled at crosses before and never had blood come out of them. I mean, there didn't. was a lot of blood. I do love the there was like a there was like a part when all the blood's I'm like not doing it right out, <laughs> and and Gary Oldman kind of turns around and gives a look at the room, just like, uh-huh. like, oh shit, my castle's full of blood now. Fuck, the blood but, is life, this, and then he drinks the blood. Was, was but Gary does he Oldman know, just how does he know? Is it like intuition that he's just going to turn into the vampire after that, or it was just like. They don't explain I don't know. that very well. That's one. I know yeah. they're never going to explain it. Just, I know just, it's just really curious to me. Like, he swears okay. to like destroy God. He's like, I'm coming after you. And that makes no, him like cursed he, with this power. He asks for it. He, asks he drinks for the it. blood he says, of the cross. Yeah, he's like, I, I want, you know, I want to, sh- what is it? Something like renounce you and never die. You no, know, like never come to your kingdom or whatever. Right. So they're like, so, hey, so we, we haven't gotten got through 10 minutes of this movie. I just, I love when this happens. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me, I, I think I want to get to my haiku. Yeah, Yeah, good idea. Let me drop this on you. Vampires are bad. What is the downside exactly to stay young and rich? (laughs) Murder. (laughs) It's mostly murder. 
and that doesn't doesn't have to be. I mean, that's the thing. And that's then, true. You get the what yeah. did you call him, Mike? It wasn't familiar. It was something else. Concubine. Uh, concubine. That's an awesome concubine. Anthony Hopkins part when he's like humping that guy's leg. He's like, yeah. the devil's concubine. I, I have a so the devil's concubine that. and the devil's concubine. Number one, they <laughs> get very horny. Number two, they'll take off the shirt. Number three, they kiss you on the neck. Number four. They'll come Anthony Hopkins and bite you let's, on the let's balls. Just, let's just talk about Anthony Hopkins and Gary Oldman in this movie. Someone that is the whole movie. In this movie was, okay. yeah, it, was, it was like, Gary, go crazy for 30 minutes. Anthony, your turn, 30 minutes. Gary, back to you. 30 yeah. minutes. And go Anthony crazy. Hopkins' character is the horniest character in this movie, period. Everything is just over He never makes a move on anybody, though. He just kind of like is laughing at it the whole time. He yeah. like he leg. was dead before he, he was like, we have found out that there are vampires and I am so happy. <laughs> yeah. He kind of yeah. gets with uh, um, yeah. Winona Ryder a little bit. A little bit. She has to, she's That's 20. Right. She is 20 years old in this fucking movie. Okay. And she has to make out with everyone in this movie. And all I saw. <laughs> and her everyone. uncle was directing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing I thought was. Oh, Gary slipped her a little bit of tongue in that scene. Oh, yeah. And then it was like, oh, all right, Keanu. Oh, wait a minute. Anthony Hopkins? Well, I mean, he's kind of <laughs> hot. He's like kind of hot. He's like obviously wearing his like MTV Movie Awards suit, <laughs> like from 1992 in the movie. So, 1992, <laughs> I was 13. This movie for a 13 year old, and you guys were pretty much the same age, was like, yeah, cold. I didn't know this could happen. I didn't know this kind of movie could happen that you could Owner make, you could control. get away with this. Yeah, it's just like beautiful oh, breasts everywhere. You it's could crank to 11 the entire movie. Every Saturday <laughs> night on HBO, it would yeah. just be on. Um, it's Owner like time. Winona Ryder running down the steps, like braless in a see through blue top, is ingrained oh my in my God, brain yeah. for yeah, in there's history. A lot of that. Like this is a I movie like, made for like, and you boys, the the Gugino boys, raised Catholic. Like this is this Ooh. is a movie made for horny Catholic teenagers. Yeah, I know. I went to Catholic high school. I like it. Yeah, yeah. And you know it's how much repressed sex they had. I mean, come on. <laughs> so I had never heard of Gary Oldman repressed. before. Did you guys know Gary Oldman before this movie came out? No. Um. I mean, I, at the uh, age of when I was 14 or whatever. Yeah, like when the movie came out, like I was paying attention. We were probably all paying attention to movies at that age and like learning beyond just like Tom Cruise or whatever. But like I had never, I didn't know anything. I didn't know Gary Oldman until this movie came out. And then I was like, where the fuck did this guy come from? Like, When was the fifth element? Or like uh, that the way out. Sure. Stop crunching. Back up. It was, um, Bar, dude, uh, the ASMR. professional, I think was. After the professional that. was a couple years later because yeah. I was in high school. But I, I feel like that that's when he really comes into my like attention. 95, I think it was the professional something like that. Like the professional where I was like, holy shit, this dude rules. But I yeah. almost probably didn't even remember he was Dracula. It's an all time performance. He was. Yeah, I that- definitely remember it. This is like his, I feel like, I feel like this is his movie. This is like, we're giving you this movie to just do whatever the hell you want with, with this performance. Like go, this is like Nick Cage level bonkers. Yeah. I couldn't Nick understand Cage a word he said. Him. Boom. Like it I could, I had so much trouble understanding him when he talked because he would be like, points. yeah, he would be like, I am so. <laughs> <laughs> like what is he say? What was that word, Gary? He was saying he loved her a lot. Yeah, he's like, I, I liked one thing that I think <laughs> he was saying. You're standing on my foot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Coppola, Your boobies look amazing in the moonlight. So many boobies. Um, yeah, Coppola man. made a really cool choice to to frame this 
And like, I think he made a really awesome choice to the movie is made with entirely practical effects in camera as if it was like the 1930s. And he kind of framed it that way because when in London at that time, it was like the beginning of like motion pictures starting to be in the public consciousness. And so like, you know, there's like, you can walk around and go see like pay five cents or whatever to get into a motion picture and watch people get hit by trains. Wait, wait, at the, <laughs> cin- wait, at the cinematograph? I do not have a delicious cereal or nothing. I can count. His glamming glamming or whatever, that's what they called it in True Blood, I think, glamouring or something, is uh, it's funny, like everybody else, he's just like blatant, but with with Monona, Mina, Mina, he like, you can tell he's like kind of like I'm gonna use it on you a little bit. Like I'm only gonna give you a little bit of the of the like roofie, yeah. not They're the whole thing. Each other. <laughs> no, he's like because I love you. Yeah. Um, he. Can I feel like questions? I, I do feel like every time Gary Oldman started talking, uh, Coppola was like, "Cut," and he's like, "Gary, more." <laughs> also, we forgot to mention that Tom a Waits great choice. is in this yeah, movie. More. Tom fucking Waits is in this Tom movie. Waits. Oh, dude! Yeah. I, I had a question: Has Tom Waits ever played a character that's like totally had his shit together and was just like had a normal job? Was like the guy you could rely on? <laughs> like, I don't. I, not no, no. like not no. a crazy homeless person. No, never. And we need not a Tom that crazy Waits inventor from Mystery Men. Oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. we need Tom Waits and Chris Christopherson to do like a aging buddy cop movie. Oh God, like, that would be bring them back yes. out of retirement together. <laughs> you like that? I also have a question. Okay, With Wesley Snipes. No way. Solo, Solo was going to say something. Oh, we yeah. were going to Go say ahead. Solo about Wesley Snipes. No, I didn't want to roll. I didn't want to. Um, I just black. had a lot of questions about the scene we all really want to talk about. The jump started all of our collective. Puberties. All right, Dave, get us move. Give us the fast forward. So, so Dracula oh is born. Right. Dracula is born hating God. His girlfriend's dead. Fast forward. Years go past. Right. Jonathan works for a firm, and apparently capitalism rules the world. So he has to go. They don't know actually where Tom Waits' character went after they sent him. Uh, so they he sent went. one guy off to Transylvania. He goes crazy. He comes back, and then he's like, "Jonathan, this will start your career." So he spends a month <laughs> with Dracula. Nobody notices that his hair also is starting to turn white by the end of the movie because Dracula. In if you watch the BBC version of Dracula, it's explained that he's draining his power the longer that he's there to resuscitate himself. Uh, anyway. Question: I, oh, I got to jump in with the questions now. This is perfect. Kind of I was guys. flying the plane. You're crashing the plane. I whatever. I'm the gremlin on the wing of all your planes. <laughs> I just I just have. This is important, and it's happening in the movie as Dave describes it. The reason that Jonathan's hair goes white is because he's slowly getting his blood drained by the three concubines. Which leads mm-hmm. me to an important, right. like really important question. <clears throat> the it is obvious that that woman is draining his blood through his penis, right? Oh yeah, right. That's obvious. Oh yeah. No, Am I supposed to believe that? She bit a dick. She yeah. bit a dick, and he loved it. Right? <laughs> he had no choice. There's a scene later in the movie when Van Helsing and Jonathan and Mina are like hanging out together, and he's just kind of like. Yeah, you know, like you forgive. They're like, wow, I can't believe we both like had all this sex with other people kind of like scene where like she's like, I can't believe I fell in love with that guy. He's like, I can't believe I had like foursomes with the brides of Dracula for a month. And they're both like, oh, well, anyway, I love you. But they would move on. 
That actually, Kisses. that was a good scene when she did. Like, that was one of the scenes I enjoyed when she had to go kill him. Like, she was like, you got the sense that she was really in love with him, and then she had to go kill him, mm-hmm. which uh, was a little detail that I did like about the movie. Whereas I was like, you like this movie. I did like this movie. Look, like I'll it. tell you what. No, let me story. tell you. Let me tell you what I did really. What that part is not in the book. Sarah just confirmed. The love uh, story. Yeah, no, I, heard, I read somewhere it was George original. Lucas's idea to have Mina kill Dracula. <laughs> so everything goes or, back to George yeah, Lucas. Man. Is that real? Are you? Is that a real thing? I seriously, I saw it on like a website somewhere, like in a fleeting <laughs> minute. It could be real. It could not. Who knows? But the dick biting is in the book. The dick right? biting is absolutely real. The okay. dick blood draining. I just need to know that that's a real thing for me to believe in this movie. Jack Fizzle. Mike, Mike knows a vampire. He should ask him if that's how they get down. Uh, I can't remember his name. We just kept calling him Dr. Cowboy on set because he kind of dressed <laughs> like a cowboy. Naturally. There's been interviews with that guy. That guy's been in a lot of movies too. I can't remember his name. All right. Sarah, anyway, Sarah's talking some shit over there. <laughs> She's like grumbling over here. She's like, Arr. put on some He's cans. Sweeping. Get over Sa- here. Sarah, you're Cans sweet. are headphones, Stop by sweeping. the way. I'm not talking about, you know. Boobies like the rest of the movie. <laughs> I'll sweep when I'm done the podcast. After so, I want to talk about Jonathan Harker. Let's talk about Jonathan Harker. So, Let's Jonathan Harker's boss. Jonathan Harker. Jonathan Harker's boss, like Dave said, is like, oh. we just need you to go get these papers signed and come back. It's no big deal. Don't ask about the guy who went before you. And he's like, all right. <laughs> he's like, baby, I'm gonna make enough money that I can marry you when I get back. And he baby, goes right. So, my, my one his, wait. My one question is: Did Dracula know? That he's his wife looked just like his ex-wife. No, no. I believe the it's a cosmic no. coincidence. I thought about this. I hard. disagree. Yep. I disagree. There is something how about all of it being pre-planned. Well, then how would that be such a coincidence? He was coming well, to London anyway. anyway. He was he coming was to so London. So shocked anyway. when he saw the picture. Yeah, he's coming he to London because it's like he was just making sure. <laughs> That he was right. Did yeah, you I see his castle? He, his castle sucked. It was like there really was nobody did. there. There was wolves everywhere. So Jonathan Harker's ride to the castle. His, his castle looked like gypsies. a New York building under construction, about? by the way. He's picked up by a crypt keeper with a weird extended arm, which is one of my favorite shots in the movie, where he like reaches and his arm stretches out and it looks really weird when the camera moves. And uh and just and silently pulls, like pulls, pulls him like into floats the... him into the carriage. And he's like, All right, I'm cool with this. Then like he sees eyeballs and fangs in the sky there's wolves chasing him they're like cliff riding and he's still totally fine he gets ditched in a like is that the official oh, wait, name? I mix it cliff up. riding no yeah, the, cliff the ditching riding. is before he gets in before that, that he's left in the wilderness yeah. at the devil crossroads by himself in the middle of the night with wolves howling for hours he gets this castle and nobody's there and we and then like weird old dude just like floats into the room and he's totally calm the entire time he is like know. steely and brave. I, I am a Jonathan Harker admirer. But right. that's and why that's, Kevin you know, Hart you mentioned this part. You mentioned, I want to see that reaction. <laughs> you, what the fuck? You meant, <laughs> what, what the, he's floating. I couldn't get I couldn't get past that. I was like, you just saw three different things float within like the first day that you were at the castle, and you're like, meh. He also, <laughs> but, he, but Josh is right. He's playing it cool. Like he's just like. You know, maybe I'm in Transylvania. Maybe that just, they just matter. float a lot more. He's right. focused, yeah. on, you have to he's do. focused like, on that oh. paycheck, man. He never <laughs> yeah. getting paid to be there. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's a totally player. a virgin. He's also totally a virgin, and he's like, he's like, we're closing at on me this and house today. <laughs> Mina, he's like, yeah. he's like, I am so close. This is happening. Like, I'm going to be real. rich and laid. I don't care yeah. that this guy's floating around. <laughs> but uh, J-, J Bone. Yeah. You mentioned <laughs> you mentioned something that I did really enjoy about this movie, which was all the the ways that the camera moved. 
that uh, gave the characters like a sense of floating. And it was like, that was like very genuinely cool. And to know yeah. that the, all those effects were practical. Um, That's awesome. In camera. It, like there, there was yeah. one where Gary Oldman, like uh, he's it, like, he moves towards the camera and the camera spins and then he like shows up. It's like, he's too, he's there too early yeah. for the camera movement, you know? And they do that like stuff like that a lot, where it just kind of messes with your in orientation. The, well, the, in the first forty-five minutes of the movie, I thought this was amazing. It, mm-hmm. Rather than try to actually be scary, it, they just did all this stuff to make you, as a viewer, be really uncomfortable. Yeah, like your eye yeah. could never focus. The shadows were in the wrong places. Mm-hmm. Like the everything was just meant to be like, oh, I'm. Re-, and then the noises in the background, like the random right. screaming the and interesting howling. Interesting thing about the smoke, uh, the green mist, is they left the they shot you it. Mean, like you clock. mean when Dracula turns into a fart? Yes, <laughs> and that's a real thing. You leave the you leave the film in a yeah. fridge for like three days, and then it exposes yeah. some it's weird like, way. And it you actually, ever take a nap after eating fast food, and then yeah, the fart you have after that, or just. That's what happens. Well, wait, in, wait, Dave, what that are you was something about, about the, the fart in the fridge. What were you just saying? About you don't that? put yeah. the fart in the fridge. You put it in a jar, and then you let yeah. it out slowly. <laughs> well, maybe no, jar. Jamie, Davis, they put the film in the fridge and then brought it back out. What, like days later to shoot it again? Yeah, like three days later. Yeah, and it ages the film somehow where they can do some sort of double exposure, or whatever thing. So he cool. Coppola wanted to do all the effects practically, and his FX team told him they, they couldn't do it. They were like, "We'll just do all this post production." And he was like, "Fuck you!" And he fired them. And he hired his son Roman Coppola, who was like twenty something year old like film student, to take over the like the special effect designs. And he did a fucking incredible job. He yeah, like a really good Coppola job. said he thought his son deserved an Oscar, and he didn't get it because of like politics within the special effects world. And I totally buy it. Like how the, like I this buy movie it. didn't I would buy win. That. Yeah, this movie not winning for special effects is a travesty. I, I, like, I, yeah, and I like also like horror movies just don't like it's like horror movies and comedies get nothing at the Oscars anyway. Yeah. But right. I will say like other other than all that stuff, this this movie is pretty terrible well winona ryder unwatchable you watch it's unwatchable it's it's terrible i only i only found what i enjoyed about it because i was forced to watch it for this podcast (laughs) (laughs) all right i have a question but i will say but i will say it's like a really well it's like he's obviously this amazing auteur who made like some of the greatest films you know ever made like godfather and all but this he gets i feel like he he is so into uh, the making of this movie and the mechanics of it that the actual movie is just like a lot of it is unwatchable. Like, especially when the characters are talking to each other, I just wanted to like, like, uh, like Keanu Reeves, like Bill, uh, Ted Theodore Logan accent that he does. Oh God. It's I like, wrote, hold on. I wrote down people's like, names. Like, I, I took names and I kid you uh, not go on, ahead. on who I thought did a great and a terrible job in yeah. the movie. To, to, to start. This is a two list. Everyone did a great everyone no, did no. a great job. Nobody did a terrible job. To start to start to your point, which is amazing that I didn't know about as well with Coppola's people, I was like the four people that there's four, by the way, four <laughs> people did the effects in this movie. Four and I wrote ever. all their names down. Gene uh, Warren Jr., you did a fantastic job. Leslie Huntley, <laughs> you did a fantastic job. Christopher Warren, kudos. And Betsy with a Z, Bromberg, you are all fantastic. Laheim. You did a great job. Yeah. However, Jessica Drake, dialect coach, fuck you. <laughs> terrible <laughs> job. And you should have been fired. So Coppola said he th- that he loved Keanu and he felt like he was trying too hard with the accent and it made him too he stiff. Was. 
But so to me, it's kind Google of endearing. Same, did we just Google the same thing Probably. after we watched the movie? Because yeah, I, I read so. the exact same thing. Also, <laughs> did you see Winona Ryder, dead body in the river, and somehow in between, how high was that fucking castle, by the way? She's a thousand high. feet up, whatever it is. She jumps off into the river. All the priests run down, get her back all the way up into the chapel by the time um, Vlad gets there. And then when they're doing a close-up, you can see her blink, and they left it in the movie. It was a flinch because Gary Oldman, like, throws himself down in her body, like, boom. And all you see is her eye just go, like, uh. Like, oh, that was my titty. Like, I don't know. Like, But I thought I was like, okay, just you couldn't get one more take where she did not move her eyes. Like how it's Francis Ford Coppola. I have so much admiration for him. It's just that one thing. I just want to know what happened that one day where they were like, it's good enough. There, there was a lot <laughs> of, enough. hold on. There was a scene, I think, Mike, to, to your point about the, the, the terrible just movie I don't know, storytelling, not movie making, but storytelling in this movie. Mm-hmm. There is a scene, I, I think generally the the middle 45 minutes is garbage and sinks this thing absolutely to the bottom. Yeah, totally. But there's a scene right there the where they're, mean, they're the on a boat. It's, it's, it, they're on a boat somewhere and it's a, it's an over talk of Mina like writing a letter, but she's standing on the bow of the boat and she's like writing oh, yeah. dramatically in this journal and then ripping oh, pages amazing. out and throwing it. it into the water. <laughs> I'm like, so is she, is she writing? Is no, she, she, she wants to get rid of her record. She's getting rid of her letters she, about, about Vlad. But then she's writing the letter in the, in the voiceover and you're just like, what the, what that is, is confusing. Right oh, yeah, way, like a lot this. of that was confusing. And then like on top of that, it's like these these American actors trying to like say these like overwrought, like very long involved sentences. So and it was it was just irritating. It's just like stop yeah, talking like that. Everything that was stop talking like that. <laughs> everything that wasn't Gary Oldman or Anthony Hopkins was really yeah. bad. Tex should have had more lines. True. That yes, I actually liked him. Yeah. Wait, I wrote the down. Three suitors were also wait, good. All I gotta them. say, I wrote down the best Keanu line of the movie, with with his fake accent, when he says, "I will not let you go to, the, <laughs> I will, I will not let you go to the unknown alone." <laughs> Solo, this is the horniest white people movie of all horny white people movies. I know. It's very horny. There's a line. Winona has a line. Yeah. Winona has this line that was so funny to me. She goes, now she goes, now that I'm married, I understand the notion of my attachment to my sweet prince. She's like, I've got some dick and I want his dick. That's what that sentence yeah. is. She Dude, just when, figured when, it out. When Mina yeah, and she Lucy just figured it out. See the Arabian Nights book. And she's oh, like, Have yeah. you ever done anything like that? And Lucy's like, Yes, I have. Last night. <laughs> That's what I, I don't think she's joking. She's thirsty. I don't no. think she's joking. Lucy has and then she has the whole thing with the nah. Texan well, and his big well, knife. Well, Dracula <laughs> just, does sign his letter, your friend D. D. I, I know. <laughs> I can't believe you guys are talking shit on this movie. Everything we've talked about with this movie is incredible. This no, is, I, I, when have you ever so seen a movie like this? This is Game like on. the only movie but that exists like this. It have took you me seen two the, nights to finish it. Have you seen it took the, me two nights to finish it. Have but, you seen yeah. The Deacon? Where the deacon? Where is, where's the deacon at? He's nuts. <laughs> you messed it up. You messed oh, it up. Oh, my deacon, your mouth. Fine. We my can, deacon. We can edit that. We'll do it in post. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, do the punchline again. All right. Uh, well, 
what is it? My dick just the punchline. My, my, my dick in your mouth. My dick in your mouth. One more. No, but say, like, it, in, uh, say it in <laughs> Dracula. Say it like my Dracula. Fluffy would. balls my on your forehead. My Why can I not love too? Or is it, remember, um, this movie has a scene where a werewolf has sex with a hot redhead on a gravestone. Yeah. Yep. Lucy gets it. Or was like, it a werewolf or... Uh, was it anal? Or a cast member of the show Cats. No. <laughs> that was James <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> I would watch Mr. that catch over Mr. and Mistopheles. over again. <laughs> no, they, they were all um, crotchless in that. Yeah. I, I, that was part of the reason why Wait, I was so terrible. Wait, what is terrible. the lore, though, that he can turn into a werewolf? I guess that had to be in the original. He can turn That's into a, a fat. He can turn into a mouse. He can turn <laughs> into a fat. He can... Oh, no, no. The best you are eating. He is the The best Van Helsing He can turn into onions on a hot dog. Vampires do exist. And this one we fight, this one we face, has the strength of 20 or more people. And you can testify for that, Mr. Harker. But he can also control the meaner things of life, the bat, the rodent, the wolf. He can appear as mist, as vapor, as fog, and vanish at will. Now all these things Dracula can do, but he is not free. He must rest in the sacred earth of his homeland to gain his evil power. His his delivery <laughs> after Lucy dies and um, with the one guy, the doctor, is like, "What are you going to give her an autopsy?" He's like, "Autopsy? No, I'm just going to cut off her head and reach into her." I'm going to cut off her head. Yeah, we're going to cut off her head. Cut off her head, stake her heart, and burn her body. Van Helsing gets like so more and more. But they, it's so good. The movie goes on and just he's having a great time. Yeah. They yeah, use that same great line time. again after Lucy dies and he's having dinner with Mina and Jonathan. Oh, yeah. and Mina's like... Was she in great pain? Yeah, she was in great pain. Then we cut off her head and drove a stake to her heart and burned it and then she found peace. Doctor! All broken up. She's like, did Lucy suffer? She's like, oh, did she suffer? Yeah, she suffered. She suffered until I cut off her head and took out her heart, and then she well, was he's cutting that like roast beef. Lola <laughs> turns everyone into an old Jewish man at a deli. Yeah. That's like <laughs> you know, she suffered. What are you gonna do? Uh, <laughs> it's like hit. the it's like the Mel Brooks joke. Marciano. Everybody suffers. Yeah. What's like the like uh like when Mel Brooks talks, it's like you give him a sketch idea. You're like Mel Brooks, why don't you give me Van Helsing? He's like, I do a little stabbing. I do a little <laughs> cut off his head. And I go and get the stabbing. Also, that the, it comes up for this movie, like Stakes you know, the, the parental discretion. <laughs> it's drug use, foul language, sexual content, mm. and firm fountain. And terrible accents. Stop it. Do you say do you say sperm fountain? <laughs> We're not going to tell our audience about that story. <laughs> you can see it. You don't have to say it. It's just in the movie. So watch the movie. Yeah, it's not in the movie. Yeah. Don't listen. It's to in it. the movie. It's in a movie. I rarely do. Well, no. You, we can talk about the San Francisco sex party if you want, because I did. I, I posted about it publicly. Rarely do I post super dirty jokes on my Instagram, but that needed to be in the Say world. Say San Francisco one more time. Where did all the Jersey come back in your San voice? Francisco? San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco treat. It's so fun out there, hon. No, but that was that, that. So this San Francisco sex party, which I guess had like, I don't know, llamas, a sperm fountain, cops. Emus, not llamas. Emus. Are sexually attracted to humans for some reason. Look they said up. they had boars, boars with ball gags. 
Bored 71 people guy. too. Yeah. 71 people. How do you even invite that many people? That's, that's, no, that's just how many that's just how many people were arrested, which means there was more people there. Oh. I mean, people made it out. There were people streaming away yeah. from that party. Imagine being fucked by an emu and then you hear somebody go, the cops are here. The cops are here. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Birdo. Stop. <laughs> you know how they found the party? They were just walking by the house. And they were like, what's that smell? Yeah. Oh. So back to our story. So it I want to talk about that. It, it, reminded, me of, it reminded me of Dracula. The initial scene when he has like the orgy with all the brides. You uh-huh. know, when, Drac- when Dracula's like, don't walk around the castle, okay? <laughs> uh, uh, one. And then, yeah, and then, of course, he, the first thing he does is walk around the castle. And of course. Falls into an Don't orgy. walk around the castle. Got it. I'm going to go for a walk around the castle. Because <laughs> I need to know. Oh, bro. Oh, no. Like, an orgy. <laughs> a, huge, a huge bed sitting here in this room. I'm going to lie in it. <laughs> Why does he that room look comfy as hell? For this, is yeah. that just when like his love is reincarnated? He sees pic- Mina's Mila's picture so, uh, when he's shaving Jonathan. So in four hundred years, there has n- when he's shaving Jonathan. True, he, he literally. That's I a scene that happens. Image when you yeah. say it that way. Let me shave you. So Maybe I just. Think, I hope somebody's listening to this podcast who has never seen this movie and they're listening to us describe what's happening in this movie and they're like, "What the fuck? I have to watch this movie." Yes, because you yeah. do have basically to watch this. as coherent as we're the podcast. Don't watch Mannequin, but <laughs> I know this is above Mannequin for or no no Mannequin is above this for me. Whoa, you're out of here. I'm gonna. How do I boot somebody? Because <laughs> I don't want to watch this. How again. do I boot somebody? I could. I could. Pro- I would watch Mannequin again before this. Ugh. It's short. So in, in this, Mike, I want to I want to get you back on track here from talking nonsense. You okay. went to a Jesuit college, and you were raised, at, and you went to a Catholic high school, and you did yeah. all the trappings of it. So, in this world, there is a Christian related God. There's mm-hmm. also reincarnation, black magic, and metamorphosizing into creatures and demons and, and farts. Farts. You learn all so, that at uh, that high school. I mean. That's why, but it was like okay. This is another problem. It's like I wanted a little subtext about it, but there's not much like subtext about it. No, not sex. Subtext. (laughs) Text. Subsex. Subsex. (laughs) There's dick biting. There's. uh, I know what great. We just have to end the podcast at subsex. It's called Dracula's (laughs) Castle. It has subsex. Wandering. <laughs> we peaked. We peaked. That's the peak Stroker. joke. <laughs> talk Ram about that. Uh, that uh, talk, tell that joke. Uh, did you guys catch the bird job. that flies through the middle of Van Helsing's speech in the graveyard? He's like giving the rah-rah speech and this bird just flies across the screen for no reason in a really weird yes, place. And distracts everybody and they look and at it. Everybody and except, them all everybody, at it. everybody except Anthony Hopkins looks at, watches the bird go by. <laughs> so like, oh. Well, wait a minute. So you were talking, I wrote this one thing down because I was curious, like in 1533 in what, where is uh, in Transylvania, was suicide actually a sin enough? And did they believe? Oh, no, not in 1533. It takes place in 1462, right? By 1533, suicide is a sin and you cannot be buried, you know, in secret ground or not. So I was wondering in 1462, did any of that actually make sense? And that was just my historical 
brain working that Wait, committing suicide is mina is mina was it really a the, sin? is yeah, it the same girl it, you know the thing yeah as far as i know i mean we i mean i'm they not kind of like don't do it but and then i'm not i'm not going to google this but i'm pretty sure like i i know as far as the catholic religion is concerned Suicide is a sin, and you go to hell if you commit suicide. Yeah, but there was a certain this period of time. Unless, so was right. she reincarnated? That's what I'm saying. Like, was that her, or was it just somebody who looked like her? Because it seemed like she fell in love with him. But was he glamming her or no. glam- glamouring her? I like, think was she it all was nagging her for sure. She starts yeah. getting all these, like, weird flash, supernatural pre-life yeah. flashbacks, right? So or she's is- reincarnated, which means she's not in hell for suicide. Question answered. Or yeah, no, she's not in hell, but she's also not in heaven. You guys just didn't get this movie. At the at the You're end right, of the day, it's a love story. This, this whole movie. movie is a love story. No, but and also it's to an be, obsession story. To be in hell is to live forever. Is to never die and go to heaven. Oh, if you're using the like, which is like the the trope of the vampire, which is like why the vampire is a creature that's like against God because it can never actually be with God, and to and the sort of Catholic definition of heaven is basically being with God, which is like the shit apparently. All kinds of goyish Michigas. So could you like could could you could you build could you build a nice society in hell if like everybody just agreed to not turn into shitheads? You're just supposed to be like tortured yeah. forever by something. But in, the, in, the par- in, the, in Paradise Lost, there was like the the part of hell that was just like a big party and like houses of diamonds and shit. Well, right. because the concept of hell, no matter what, when Christianity first started, it was based off of a section of Judaism, which in this first version, hell didn't really exist. It was you know based off of most of that stuff. So, as moving forward. We do look at hell today a lot from Dante's Inferno, right. honestly. I well, right. I would say that you know, it's according like according to the according to the film uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, hell <laughs> is this like little sort of uh, cellar, <laughs> or you're like inside a water heater and you're crawling around and you go in different doors and then there's like a, the guy who wants to send you to military school or like your grandmother wants to kiss you. So is it just and like you're driven insane, and that's like you you lose yourself once you're insane? You're just tortured. I I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, you're just right. tortured. But I'm saying insane. if she if if she is reincarnated, then she's not in hell, unless Mike, what you're saying literally, the Earth does not have God. Well, no, like God is uh, like well, maybe, man, maybe explaining Nina all this metaphysics was, is look. Nina it's important to the, the story. Well, no. Well, so I, when I have a theory so, for you, I have a theory. Go ahead. Maybe Mina, uh, you know, she has the Arabian Nights book by the journal she's writing. Maybe she's actually Hindu and then she's reincarnated. Problem solved. So your personal guide like wins. You can just pick the one you want, the, you like the rules for the most, and then that becomes reality. Yeah. I, I can, get, I can well, do that. That's Mina's actually how Hindu. most of the world works. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, that's right, how so. everybody thinks. In the magical world of Dracul, that's how um, the world works. Jay I would assume Paul. that like spirits exist. So like, um, because she commits suicide, she probably didn't cross over. Working on a ghost show, things we talk about a lot. So <laughs> she commits suicide. She can't cross over. Can't go to heaven. So she's like forced to roam the earth, and she's reincarnated as Winona Ryder. So how it's do you the think same John spirit. Just had a you got to become like a ghost samurai at that point, Mike. This movie was that too real for like you, wasn't it? Band, by the way. It was. Uh, it was too it, real for you. Like I will say, like it was a pleasure just watching, like how well this was made and how cool it looked. But See, he's turning. It, 
it was very dated. It looked like a 90s, like, uh, Smashing Pumpkins video or something. I love you, Michael. <laughs> Forever. I thought the Lost Boys but, had special effects. Uh, the Lost Boys isn't in Wait, the bat movie. scene is fucking incredible in Dracula. When he's the bat at the end and Van Helsing's going after him with, and the oh. cross is like burning in his hand. No, makeup incredible. is amazing. That was amazing. The makeup yeah, did agree. get an Oscar. Special effects was, was spectacular. Oh, special makeup got an Oscar issue. and the costumes got an Oscar. But not the effects. They, they have to separate before them. Before we go too far, can I tell you, this is actually, so this movie was made for $40 million and it grossed or made $215 million. So this was oh, a full nice. Because it's fucking awesome. This the is a heavy metal album. Blown smash. Mm, I don't know. Maybe fucking rules. It was really confusing when, when, when Anthony Hopkins wasn't telling you what was going on. It was hard to tell what was That's, going on. I you're not no supposed idea. to. I feel like you're. It's supposed to be dreamlike and psychedelic, and I think that's on purpose. And I and you have to give into it. But there's so much time of that. Like I'm fine with that if it's the whole you know, thing. Like 15 minute montage <laughs> yeah. of that. No, that's the movie, man. Fucking movie of that. That's I like complaining that, that they don't talk a lot in 2001. But like, that's the, the movie. Had better rules for vampires than this movie. Here's the thing, though. All of that effort that went into the special effects and the costuming and blah blah blah. It. Uh, wasn't good enough not to look dated and not to save the movie now watching it. Mm. And there's also, not, there's no, the issue is but the basics. Talking. It's basics. There's no story arc. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I get that there's like, this, there's themes, you know, there's, there's interesting themes and there's special effects moments and there's like a story that everybody goes into it knowing and understanding. But in the movie, there's no consistent story told. Well, and there's like the five end, stories, and then they, no, they crash into each not. other, there's, and then there's a vampire in the middle of it. So and you got to like, him. oh, we're going to have a sword fight with some gypsies. Scene. Also, the geography question. <laughs> like, okay. The geography what? question of getting from, I looked this up too, because I was just really curious why they were always on a boat when Transylvania train, is you're on a train. By, well, no, when he comes. Oh, to Dracula the, was on a boat. Dracula, and all the humans rode on, on a train. Yeah. yeah. Boat man, right? He had all the so, dirt. Yeah, but to get him to the Mediterranean because the Red Sea is landlocked, or is it the Caspian Sea? I think it's the Caspian, Caspian sea. sea. They still have to take him like two hundred or three hundred miles to get him to the sea. And I love how they just always cut to it. And I guess maybe that's how they use the letters. This is kind of like to jump around. Also, how did he get from where was it? So. They, they like attack him and then sh- he goes, uh, oh shit, what was it? Mina's like going to Transylvania. He's still in England, but then he makes it back to Transylvania. No, he was with her. He was, was with was her. He, yeah. At some point. He took her. Like, they went, they went, they were like, we're going after him. And that was their plan when they all like, right. everybody did their thing. They wrote. Oh, all because very confusing. He yeah, wrote like, a letter really to her. Exactly what happened. Yeah. I can't remember. I, at least in my experience, I always just turned it off after the, the triple booby scene. Also, and why did Keanu <laughs> Reeves notice that there was a sh- giant ceiling painting of his wife in Dracula's castle with him holding her in the air like the fucking good question, Dave. Apple. Good and question. Like, That's a really well, good question. I mean, the same way he didn't say anything about the all the floating. He was probably yeah. like, hey, We're man, it's Transylvania. Yeah. 
<laughs> they just have pictures. Or the wall crawling, crawling. like the, when you see your crawling. host just crawling down the wall oh, yeah. outside your window. Yeah. That's normal. And it, or the cape, totally normal. the cape yeah. that was like three miles long. Yeah, the, the shadow, the shadow, the shadow that was on like a delay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, over there. Like all there this shit there. is awesome, by the way, listeners. Listen, I take it back awesome. that Keanu was perfect for that part because yeah, they really needed someone to look dumb enough. This is the thing. Everything we just described. I'm gonna. I'm advising everybody that hasn't seen this movie to watch it the way that 13 year old me did. Uh, and, it's, and it's watch watch Horny the first desperate. 30 minutes go to the bathroom and then fast forward to the last 30 minutes <laughs> and then amazing. oh my god <laughs> i should have watched it that way what are you doing in there no nothing Those, <laughs> the, the, um, the, the one of the scenes i really liked was watching when, hbo when, no uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> One of the I scenes I really liked was when he takes her, hard to, and... takes her to the cinematographicarium or wherever they go. <laughs> cinematographicarium. So he's there. Is that a name and... of a song? Is that a is that a Pantera song? It's a Smashing Pumpkins video. But <laughs> uh, so they are they're hanging out and just like all this weird shit is happening. It's just like weird shit is constantly happening. He's floating. There's like a wolf and blah blah blah. But and and she's like had it. Like anybody, like any normal person would have been like, I'm fucking out of here. But then he goes, Yo, but did you pet this wolf though? <laughs> <laughs> and it was over. And like that scene. And then she so was good. like, No. Yeah. Again, and then, and you're then just describing amazing movies. Yeah. He was like, yeah, hold on. Which is why I like, think the spirit likes thing. You. <laughs> 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 Look at that. He's yeah, so soft he likes and so furry. He likes you. He just likes made him Italian you. and I love it. <laughs> I know. He likes you. Hey, you guys, I mean, wanna, you guys want to do some absinthe? Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Green I mean, that'll loosen you at up. At the absinthe-tarium? Right? <laughs> hey, so it's the cafe. Another fun fact. Uh, Bram Stoker based the concept of the vampire off of legendary <laughs> Irish Wait, green fairies. Oh, really? Bram Stoker, right? You said, no, you said Bam, Bam Stoker. <laughs> Bam Spoker. Bam Smoker. I, I couldn't hit, wait, make your point again because I couldn't concentrate. Bam Stoker. So, so Bam Stoker. It's like, I'm going to play a joke on you. <laughs> My skateboard. <laughs> I put a duct tape on my hairy father. <laughs> You're so funny, Bam Stoker. <laughs> That's the best place like in the bayou. Like Bam Stoker, come down here. <laughs> Wait, okay, sorry. Something about like point. Irish Irish fairies because that's what is the origin on? of the yeah like apparently there's like evil uh, green Irish fairies that drink your blood and that's what Dracula is supposed to be. So cool. absinthe is. So there you go. Abs- absinthe is irrelevant. Uh, Do you think Dracula you know? gets high? Wait, so Bam Stoker, Bam Stoker looks like he gets high from it. I mean, when he licked the shaving cream and the blood off the knife, the razor, he looked yeah. like he got a little high. Yeah. Wait, so he based he it thirsty. on these Irish fairies that was well, like that would that, apparently that was the uh, the basis of yeah the character. The, yeah, the, that's what's wrong with America. Character. These Irish fairies aren't around. And we also yeah, we don't have any like. <laughs> potatoes and whiskey <laughs> we'll just throw them all in there <laughs> by the way here is the alternative titles so i don't even have a spank bank for this it's like we're gonna wear whole oh, movie yeah just, really. just start them Gary all Gary Oldman's armor just everybody's chest them. is tied because you all have great chests so much just chest start them all with bam stroker <laughs> yeah you got it everyone titles no wait blood cross no no bam stoker's 
Bam, Bam Stokers. Bam Stokers. Bam Stokers Blood Cross. Bam Stokers D is for Dick. Bam Stokers got you, sucker. Bam Stokers. Whoa. Bam Stokers man, your wife. Bam Stokers. Now that's a cape. Bam Stoker. Titties. Bam Stoker. Lucy likes doing it. Bam Stoker. Eating babies. Bam Stoker. Werewolf fuck. Bam Stoker. Jonathan Harker is a bitch. <laughs> not a bitch. He's a bitch. All right. Let's have a he's drink. That, he is not a bitch. He's so awesome. Bam Strokers. Awesome. Dracula is sad. Bam Strokers. <laughs> so much tongue. Bam Strokers. Bloodgasm. He's still coming. Bam, Bam he's Strokers. Going. That's a lot of. Shoot, I can't read what it was. It's a conciliate. I don't know what that was. I can't read what I wrote. <laughs> a good list dave that's a very good list oh they just kept coming out of me man like oh, i believe people. it oh, no. <laughs> i saw this movie too. <laughs> i Can do have, have to ch- comment on how nice the three uh so nice. vampire queen witches oh wait mike you're were. muted like they dave. were like nice. monica bellucci baby dave Look her up. You, dave i think you said a title that might be better than the actual movie <laughs> which is Bam, Bam Stroker's werewolf fuck. <laughs> Maybe we gotta start doing. I would a thousand way. percent see a movie called Werewolf you, Fuck. You did. You saw this movie. It, you just saw it. <laughs> but it's not called Werewolf Fuck. It's called. <laughs> they, they, yeah, but they deliver. If that, if that had been a more central they theme. stole that scene from Ghostbusters. By the way, the floating in the bed. What do you what do you guys think my note means? Can you interpret this for me? I wrote, and it doesn't make sense the way I wrote either. What's the blue light satin rainbow? That's, what do you think I, I meant by know. that? I don't know. You're probably lights. Is that what they do when you have a fungus in your? That ass? was page one of my notes. So that was only oh, no, like halfway no, no. through the movie. The blue light satin rainbow is the the thing that they drive through uh, with the Jonathan Harker and the, yes. the, the stage yeah. coach. Oh, of oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Supposed to be some barrier against the sun. Also, the werewolves. Why do they the attack him at night? Why did they attack him at night and do everything when he's at his most powerful? When they literally just said in the beginning of the movie during the day. He can be in the sunlight, but he is not at his most powerful. So because nothing makes sense in this movie. Yeah, I, know. I don't think no the strategy. gypsies. They the say gypsies, a lot of things. I think it's just thing. always dark there. It's because it's a castle, so it's scary. It's Transylvania. Yeah, Transylvania is a three-year-old child. She's about to. And, eat. and what I love oh. about where they were like, uh, where did he rent this? You know how it is. And Jonathan's like, I know. Whoa, I'm the one who gave him the land. Whoa. And then, and what did then he want that land for? It's across take it's over like 30 feet from Lucy's house. Oh, actually, they go. This, this is what I wanted to <laughs> say about her church. being her being the spirit of the princess. Right when she remember when they're on their date, uh, and she and she's describing whatever Transylvania or whatever to him, being like, "Yes, I see it, Transylvania. Mm-hmm. There's like a stop sign, and somebody's <laughs> walking across the street, and there's yeah, that's when I stopped trees. watching the movie." And there's an ice cream shop and a child, and he's like, yes, yes, I love. (laughs) That's right where I I grew up. There was an ice cream (laughs) shop there. Count the bodies. One. (laughs) The cookies and blood. (laughs) Go ahead. He's an old Albanian. (laughs) But wait, where where are you going with this? Do you think he smells like boiled cabbage? Where where I'm going with this is that her spirit is the spirit of the princess, and it's why they're in love, because they're they're star-crossed lovers across whatever across time you can still go back to that thing that you said that because she killed herself she was forced to be reincarnated over and over again and never could go to heaven and and until 
uh, I guess their love came together at some point. Hmm. I love it when and, a plan comes she's together. doomed to decapitate him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, does she break the cycle? Uh, does she does she get broken free of her cycle, or is she still just gonna be reincarnated forever in a godless world? I think she's well, still there's no god on earth. That's what you're he telling can't me. Can't be because he doesn't have a soul because he's a vampire and right. But kill he kills him. her. She kills him. She's on so right. No, but I'm yeah, saying but she definitely he won't. is a vampire when she kills him. She like yeah. drinks his blood legit. So she has yeah. then committed another huge sin. She's so what's the deal? Too. Drinking like, a vampire's va- blood can change can, can turn you. I know but this. when vampires die, they just die because they don't have souls. He drank right. his blood like a frat. So, party. so you would break that cycle of re, you know, the spirits. Or is going it because on. she killed would, the vampire that made her? She's then saved because that's obvious. Everybody his knows blood. that. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, I that feel like that rule is it can't work because if every vampire that dies would knock out like every other vampire that they made, and the species wouldn't exist anymore. That's how Blade wins, dude. She drank <laughs> his blood like the last. Uh, line of blow <laughs> yeah but i guess if a vampire dies of natural causes it doesn't count who determines that who's in charge no, of that they, they your god that is your god counsel. gets to play gets to play judge is, is you don't die of natural causes that is n- yeah. rule number one in like the it, when they mail you the sales pitch to being a vampire they're like number right. one That's you true. do not yeah. die of natural causes <laughs> werewolf <laughs> fucking you because you're already dead mike you didn't get yes. this you can die from werewolf fucking i mean that or you she doesn't, she doesn't die. Bam Lucy puts up with a lot in this movie. <laughs> All right, Stroker strikes again. Dave, Strokers, werewolf, fuck. We're not. We're not going to make it any further in the actual Dave. story yeah. because there is no story. Yeah. Tell <laughs> us what did you think of Bram Stoker's Dracula? Does it suck uh, now? <laughs> um. Okay. Yes, it sucks now. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was a hard, a really weird attempt at making like a vampire pride and prejudice. Uh, I did not quite get all of it, although I've seen it so much from a childhood thing. And we even said this kind of about Willow. Like I, I liked Willow, but I think nostalgia plays into it. I saw this movie a ton and I know you guys have too, where finally watching it, I was just like, I, oh, mm. you know, I, I just didn't get, and maybe it's cause they picked apart like vampire lore so much over the past 20 years or so that it's just like i'm like i would have loved to see more more of it explained in a different way i don't know how to even explain that like i like them chasing after him i like that there's going to be a fight with dracula but at the end of the day this was just a horror love story and those are the most boring to me like period i just it's a horror love story and you're like get the fuck on with it fight someone i don't know put blade in there like let's go come on blade two we, how many times we see that movie? Right. A lot. Yeah. yeah. I'd even see Blade Trinity, even though it's we obviously. We should no. just do that on three. This, I'd still watch it, though, over this. Jessica, no. what's your I favorite? won't watch. I refuse to watch Blade Trinity. They, they took it from my boy. Yeah, uh, it's bad. It's like watching your grandmother get mugged. I love Wesley Snipes, <laughs> and they stole it from him. And right? Was, what? It's pretty funny in it. Well, there you go. Put it on the list. Yeah, we should right. No, not Blade Trinity. Either. Not Blade Trinity. Mm. Any other Wesley Snipes movie. All right, Solo. Big Mama's House too. Wesley Snipes is not in that, is he? <sighs> no. Bam, bam, bam. No. Is. Uh, Thank God. No, I feel it's it's tough, right? Because this is a movie made in 1992 that is trying to be as accurate as possible to a book that was written what, like 140 years? I don't know. Yeah, like so. It, it was like kind of it's 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 doomed from jump. 
from like a because you're you're trying to form this story around a concept that was so edgy and scary in 1892 that is obviously like tame and society has moved past everything that would have made this edgy and scary in 1992 by the time you know when it was written and you know when they by the time they made this movie so it's not scary it's not necessarily sexy outside of you know the general nudity uh and the way that they're telling the story is just disjointed and jumpy and it this movie just relies on crazy over the top wildly entertaining performances from like two actors and everything else is pretty much garbage from an entertainment standpoint like that they, they try and i get coppola you know I, I i get the the fact that he is really going for it from a movie making strategic angle but there's just nothing there from a story it's not a story like i watched a collection of like really well shot scenes you know, I want to just add to your solo really quickly. I just think it's also that the movie, maybe you thought the same thing. I felt like it never settled anywhere no. for me to start following something. Yeah, like I didn't care about any of the characters. There's no like, I'm like, oh, Lucy, she's a slut. She's going to die. <laughs> you're just, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, Mina, you're going to do something. Like, I don't really know what happens to you people because I never watched past the 30 minutes in the beginning when I was that age. So... <laughs> You're like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and I'm done. Don't care. But no, I, I think it does. It doesn't somehow. even have Gerald Butler in it, Solo. I, I, look, I, I feel bad to say that it sucks because I think that there are two absolutely amazing performances in this movie that, like, keep it floating. Um, so I don't want to just, like, come right like out and Gary say. Gary Oldman. Yeah, no, Gary Oldman oh, and Anthony Hopkins he literally are floats. freaking <laughs> awesome in this movie. Like, if you watch it for no other reason, watch it for those two performances. But outside of that, it's terrible. Yeah. So yeah, it sucks. Man, I straight up forgot oh, Tom Waits was in this movie until he came back in this. Oh, movie. Oh no, Tom Waits' his performance actually is. Yeah, amazing. Tom Waits is great yeah. too. Sorry, it's, sorry. It's Tom like Waits. not bad, but and and you're right, Carrie Elwes, Ewells, that guy. I mean, they don't the give producer. him anything. Yeah, they don't give him anything. I wanted to, to do, know really. more. Yeah, he's just, just when like, they finally Ew. get on the trail, right? They finally get on the trail of Dracula, and they're going after him. That's when you finally feel like the movie's going somewhere, and then it ends. And then it ends, and yeah. they have like a they have a five minute sword fight with some gypsies in a soundstage, and you're like, and it's over. And you're they like, don't oh, even okay. kill Dracula. She kills him, and then we're well, like, no, Van Helsing's like, what? Dave, put your, Dave, put your yeah. mic down. It's it's puffing. Yeah, yeah. So, puffin, I don't know. It, it, it's tough. It's weird. This is like a weird movie. This is the first movie I felt really, really bad saying that it sucks now because I feel like it deserves better. Kind of like a vampire, right? <laughs> Yeah. It's like you're just like you're, you feel it so looks like you looked up at Dave on my screen. You like looked yeah. up and Dave was like, Yeah, buddy, like yeah, you guys you know, like, like, it's like you feel so bad for the vampire. You like feel sorry for them. You don't want to hate them, but you right. gotta Mike, let me I'll yeah. do the I'm the only one who's gonna say something positive. So why don't you just add on to their reviews with your I'll own just negative. pile on to the yeah, poo that's on. already on the floor. And I'll send everybody um, home with the real truth. Yeah, no, I uh, I just to <laughs> jump into what Sol is saying, uh I really Rarely do I see a movie where I'm just just so irritated when any of the characters talk. (laughs) Like every time they would just speak to each other, it was just like, and then it's like, then like Cowboy comes in, he's like, how, 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 how. And it's like, I like could not keep up with them. Like, I didn't know what was happening. I would just like zone out and then come back in and be like, oh my God, that was like a 10 minute conversation. Like, what are they even talking about? 
And then when I would come in, when it would be like the cool effect scenes, it's like werewolf fuck, uh, <laughs> vampire orgy, like uh, uh, whatever. Gary <laughs> Gary Oldman turns into a fart. Uh, uh, Tom Tom Waits is crazy. These are just like flashes of what I remember of a movie that I really couldn't tell you what it's about, but I'm just but I could be like Dracula was in it, when a rider was in it, and Anthony Hopkins. I remember what he would list the stuff that's happening and then <laughs> disappear for like an hour. And I don't know this movie. I think I think it sucks now, and I think it sucks now because it promises you so much where it's like, Hey, remember that great first story ever about the iconic vampire Dracula? Yeah. We're going to make that into a movie. We're going to make it, we're going to get Francis Ford Coppola director of like, you know, the apocalypse now and the, and the Godfather. Hey, we're going to get Winona Ryder. She's, she's hot, cool young actress, Gary. Oh, he's a great actor, Anthony Hopkins. And then you watch this and you're like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Like you were promising yes. so much yeah. and, and I was like ready for it. And I was ready to just like sit back and enjoy it and like have them tell me a great story, but I couldn't figure out what was going on. It was just like lots of words being thrown at me. I couldn't understand Gary Oldman. I mean, he was <laughs> acting a lot, like so much. He's acting a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was doing Anthony a lot. Anthony Hopkins a lot was just, was, was great. I mean, like when he, I could understand what he was doing. I could understand him very well. And then it was just like people being like, I don't know. I felt like they were doing a lot of clenching. It was just like, like Coppola was just like, clench, come on. Get like, you're just, you you're, have a lot of anxiety right now and you're very sad. Clench more. More, and then that was just like sunset. It was like a lot of scenes of just like them clenching at each other, just being like, uh, uh, "But you must, you know." And uh, it was fiber. But, so, Mike, <laughs> I, this I don't is... know. I don't remember much. By the of... way, Mary Shelley's <laughs> Mary Shelley's uh, Frankenstein came out. I have to say, uh, like a year or two after that, with Kenneth Branagh and um, Robert De Niro. Robert that movie's horrendous. So no, that movie's better. That movie no. is better than this. No, that movie's well, unwatchable. Is that what we have That movie is now? Kenneth Branagh greasing himself up for two hours and making you stare at his nipples. That's what that movie is. I don't know, it's but I could like tell you a lot more about what that movie was saying. <laughs> like, this movie well, it's was... a better book, too. Yeah, well, it is any, a better any book. Any of these classic horror stories... Frankenstein's it's, it's amazing. Hard. Yeah, yeah it's good, is a but you're like, oh, it's so so edgy to bring a human body back from the dead. But these, Frankenstein, like, all, the, all, you... the, um, all the like, uh, um, what's the how bored you were. With all the, it. Yeah, all <laughs> the imagery in this movie is just like so shallow. It's like I couldn't scratch the surface and get deeper into what was happening. Human like, soul. Oh, obviously, it's like a you know a, a Christian kind of allegory happening here of like, you know, light and darkness and, you know, eternal life and sadness love, and blah, blah, blah. Love, love, Christ figure, damnation. you know, like it's like a, like film school, like uh, Christ figure, there's the Christ figure. Oh, apparently um, they uh, wanted a very authentic Eastern Orthodox wedding for uh-huh. Keanu and um, Winona. And by some standards, they were actually officially married. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a, that was a legitimate Eastern Orthodox Whoa. wedding. Absolutely. By the way, that was my yeah, question. Are. Didn't didn't she have to go to Jonathan to get married? And no, they were, the they were in like a legit 
chapel and was they, he back they, in they, England? It was a, by it was a no, they were priest. No, it was like and a gypsy. Like, they, no, they it was like said a gypsy the right place. words, and mm. he did the right stuff, and he hit him with the re. And they're like, they're like, you're married, dude. Yeah, like, this is not yeah, a movie. You guys are married now. Get out cool of here. Love. In Transylvania. In, your but husband and wife. Mowage. Right. All right, my turn. All right, Josh. Let me go. J Bone is in the house. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to attempt to sell this movie because I I think this movie is a really unique and special movie. And I love it. I saw it a million times as a as a teenager and a young adult. And I loved it exactly as much today as I did back then. I just think like it's to me like I (laughs) even when you're not, it's a great movie. (laughs) Um, so I just think like, this is a movie. So this is weird. Cause you, you guys know that like, uh, we're all big music fans and we talk about music. We spent a lot of our lives talking about music. And I I've always complained that like, I don't understand why people get such a hard on for prog rock because I don't like care about like how well you play the drums. I just care if it sounds awesome. That's like been an artistic belief of mine forever, but this movie, I feel like what I imagine prog rock nerds feel like when they're just like, can you believe he's doing this shit right now? That doesn't sound like anything to me. But this movie, I just am like, they're going for broke on every fucking inch of celluloid that they shot. Like they're they're just reaching as they're like, what? The, let's just throw everything we can at this movie and see if it's wild. And I think it works because um, the movie itself, the the feeling that it wants to put in the audience is like of like being off balanced and surrealness and not being sure of like what's going on in the world. And I I think that really works in this movie's favor this movie like it jumps around freely it doesn't like it doesn't have a a plot that strings through it like you guys have all said but it like it's these series of events that all lead these people into the path of this massive evil and uh you know you could even say no country for old men is like the opposite of this where like we're we're in dracula we're following a lot of the other people that that kind of collide into him and in no country for old men you're following the demon a little bit more i feel like or even like you might even feel the same way I, it's like this classic story of like the, don't you dare <laughs> no country i'm not comparing tone. the movie itself but i'm comparing the the like the story that humans like to tell about how evil works in the world and like the randomness of it and i think that adds to like the randomness of the story like uh I don't know. I just buy all the characters' motivations. I think it's such an assault on on your like eyeballs and I, and ears, and I love it. It just it it's big and it's very Catholic. And even though I don't like share that belief system at all, I like I like when seeing people put these clear ideas about their own psyche onto the screen. And I think Coppola does that. He's just like this is like what it's this is being a Catholic teenager goth style and he just like makes it as big as possible and i love it i think this movie definitely doesn't suck you didn't think it looked dated at all no i thought they looked like the bat the gary oldman's bat looked amazing because it was all practical effects it all looked like it was effects just like the general vibe like the layover maybe the music you might redo the music uh, sunglasses apparently no i love everything on it's iconic ah, i don't know it just felt very like MTV Music Awards to me. I didn't even think it was that Catholic to me. It was just kind of generally Christian as to what we all look at it with, right? And it's just like, 
the cross and then we the holy water thing we kind of get that he's dousing everything with yeah. we know that the vampires are afraid of the cross i mean it could be very presbyterian for all i care yeah. it's just <laughs> like or that's fine but it, but it's very drenched in christian imagery and sure. um and dealing with like the fate of your soul and all that but, stuff but so is like every vampire movie ever told really. it's just yeah. in the vampire it's in there yeah Right. Well, he's in they that genre. They're, they're trying to make the ultimate version of that genre. Yeah, it was just heavy handed. Yeah, it's it's a sledgehammer. There's I'm, I'm praising it for it that. Too, it was distracting. Just, it was this like, is a 40 it was minute like, drum solo in your face. It no, was it, like it, prog rock <laughs> to me where I'm like, I like guitars. I like drums and I like yeah. people singing, but I do not like this. No, right. but I, see, I disagree happening. on the sledgehammer. I, I feel like... Um, it's not a sledgehammer. It's it's like a it's like a sledgehammer that actually turns out to be like a like a I don't know a foam mallet. Like you think it's going to be a sledgehammer, and you get geared up for the sledgehammer hit, and you're like, it's like. It's pretty fucking it's epic. So I thought it, to, to me it works. To me it's epic, and I'm in on it, and and I like it. I like the vibe. What would he be like if he was Jewish? What Dracula? Yeah, <laughs> I mean. If, I feel like in a lot of ways, Dracula is kind of Jewish. There you go. Yeah, because, I mean, come on, he walks around, he's just like, you know, I, it's very, I got it so hard. Things are very he hard does. for me. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, like, I don't want to complain. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the guy that can win it, but it's, it's hard. He's going to save money for 400 years. He does say, like, <laughs> something. He, just said, he was talking about his castle. He's like, it's not much. You know, it's, it's not, not much. You know, I do what I can. <laughs> I can. It's, it's okay. <laughs> things are hard for me. What other <laughs> movie do you get this? I'm just saying, what other movie in existence do, does this conversation happen about like this movie is fucking insane it's fun to talk about and it was like fun to watch once to make fun of but that's fair like it was like uh like mark singer it was like kind of like what dave was talking about where it was like i didn't feel like i get get my footing and sometimes you just need that in a movie like i'm saying that's a praise too you're not supposed to have your footing it's not a praise though because like i i love like I love like a lot of weird movies, but what they the do Jewish is they let him. you settle into some kind of vibe <laughs> that you can ride. Like when you're catching a wave or something as a surfer, if you might don't, surf. Don't say okay. point break. Hold on. Yeah. Let's not, let's go to <laughs> J bone. I feel like a lot of the praising you're doing for this movie from a cinematic standpoint stops after the first 45 minutes of this movie, no. like all the off balance, weird oh. shots, what? like all the graveyard shit. The, the, no, the fart smoke into, attack on, is so that, psychedelic and fucking that, trippy. They do that a lot in the Fox, first 45 minutes that. of this movie. Uh, and then they move into what Mike's talking about, where it's just like two people with terrible accents talking at each other for 10 it's minutes. It's amazing. Seasons. I love it. And and like there's, but there's, then there's no camera tricks. Like all the things that made it awesome fucks. and uncomfortable just stop. <laughs> and you're just like, no. now this is just a really bad stage play. It's a melodrama. That's all it is. Melodra- it's a melodrama. That's part of the genre. It's gothic melodrama. God, I, I love I think it. Dracula's diet of blood is what I makes think there was a hentai cartoon. strong. What, what was that, Dave? Do you think oh. Dracula's diet of blood is what makes his farts so strong? Um, I'm he sure it's, it's not. It's, I mean, is it that nutritious? <laughs> Mike's eating some lettuce, it looks like. It's true. He's, He's shoving lettuce in his mouth right now. His, he did. He muted it so he can't even hear it. I bet it would sound awesome. To our listeners, this is what it looks like. Hum, 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 hum. You ever seen a giraffe eat? It's very similar. 
it's, it's yeah. uh, a lot of it's jaw movement like side to side <laughs> i'm not a vampire i can't eat blood. <laughs> all, right. Uh, uh, uh. all right all right look what are we doing next I think we're done. Are we done? We're not going to do yeah, Monster let's, Squad. Let's, Mike, Is that Mike, what we are not going to do? So Monster Squad, I was reading like just to see if it was suitable for my kids, and it sounds like it's it sucks. Really? I just yeah, like I a lot of like gay jokes in. and shitty parents. It's like a very eighties shitty movie <laughs> like that. Like the sketch I mean, they look, did by about the time, things. By the time this episode comes out. I feel like it's this is the Halloween episode. So now we this can is move definitely on to the Halloween episode. Eighties, nineties movies. So now we got to do planes, trains, and automobiles for Thanksgiving. <sighs> I fucking hold hate on. That I, how do you hate that movie? What? John that Candy movie is a masterpiece. And Steve Martin, I will yeah. defend that one. Most people love it. I know your dad like thinks it's the greatest movie ever. Oh, I know. Well, man. and he passed that one along. I man. want the fucking car. Wait, let me find. Right, we, I don't find. I want to think funny. really long and hard about this. Well, let's say wanna... thank you and to our listeners. My God, oh, say yes. thank you to everybody. Th- thank you. I want to thank, thank everybody all. out there. I just want you to know you. that I love you. I love you. I love you. I, love you. I will find you. Ooh. No, oh. we can, no that's, that's a great movie. That's I was doing my last movie. I was trying to find our list of movies. Uh, All right. Thank you for listening. That was you, Bram, uh, Bam Stroker's Bam Stroker's Bam, Dracula. That was Bam that was Stroker's Bam Werewolf Fuck. Bam Stroker's Rum Run Springer. Bram Stoker's Rump Shaker. That was just uh, this movie would have been a lot better if it was in gibberish. Bam poker. I actually I'm not gonna argue with that, but still this movie rules. You should come watch to it. Bam Poker's Bam Stroker's Werewolf Fuck. Bam Poker's Backroom Poker Galley. <laughs> Where we poker. Poker in the front. Up, up, up in, in your, your ears. ears. Podcast Network. <laughs>